You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Jack, tell me a story. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I don't know if I did, but I think I just sang the Welcome Back Cotter theme song. Either way, that's been stuck in my head for a hot minute. How are you guys? How are you doing? How's how's everyone? I'm great because today on Tell Me on a Sunday, I have one of my favorite people on the planet. And I'm not just saying that because she Venmoed me to say that. I'm saying that because I love her so much. She is one of my dearest friends. I consider her like a sister. And that's saying something because I had a stepsister and she was a bitch. So I stopped talking to her. I think we're still Facebook friends, but I hope not. Anyways, this is Kara Zalaya. She is the Daily Coast social media coordinator. She worked uh, for years in New York doing like Broadway theater company stuff, uh, show stuff, uh, school stuff. And she was also famous on YouTube for a hot minute, which was before I knew her because I probably would have been so nervous to talk to her. Uh, But she became famous because she read Fifty Shades of Grey on her channel and it went viral because anything she does is worth watching. I love her so much. I don't even want to talk about her anymore. I just want you to meet her. Here she is, Miss Kara Zelaya. I've talked about you with so a promo at Daily Coast Kara. At Daily Coast Kara, <laughs> I've already yes, follow and subscribe. Uh, but Daily Coast Kara is one of my dearest girlfriends, mm. if not the best of friends, oh. and we are like Milo and Otis. I don't know mm. why I said that. I hate dogs. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but for the most part, they don't like me. And mm. um, we are. How would you describe us, Danny DeVito's uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Arnold Schwarzenegger's yeah. twins film? Yeah. Yeah. Do people? People who are listening, tuning in, they may not know how petite you are. <laughs> People are always shocked when they meet me because they're like, you're a tall a lady. Yeah. And I think it's also because like I have a lot of petite friends. So for scale, it's like, wow. Oh, for scale, I'm sure that's very detrimental. But <laughs> I also think that people forget this classic male phrase of, She's an Amazon woman. Mm. You know when guys just say that, I'd be like, oh, she's tall. She's like an Amazon woman. I'm like, is that like, is that appropriate? Is it problematic? I don't know. I don't know. I watch Superwoman and Superwoman. Super, mm, Supergirl? Super, wow. Superboy and the Invisible Superwoman. Girl. She's the Chris Pine. So is it? Is you don't su- know that song? No, okay. No. Okay. Anyway, hey, intro. <laughs> four, pe- four people listening to that will go... Oh my God, she gets up. <laughs> and then the rest of the people are like, um, I'm turning this thanks off. Thanks to you. Thanks for all of you who are still tuned in. TLDR, yes. Grace and I are BFFs. Yeah. And um, we have a very dynamic and strength. Where would, we would carry each other's children. That's the love. Oh, 100%. Which you could carry my child much easier than I could carry I your could child. carry you in my womb and I'd be like, this is what I'm doing for you. It's totally to be birthed different again. <laughs> you have such a dominant uterus. Can we tell that story? Is that where we're starting? Yes. Um, can uh, will you tell me a story about? Um, well, I'll let Kara explain this, but um, we call her the dom ute. Mm-hmm. We call her the dominant uterus. Yes. Please. So evolutionarily, back in the, I mean, this is still a thing that happens where um, if there are people, if there are people who have periods, 
Um, sure. They. By the way, this is not about to get graphic, so no, 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 don't this get is nervous. not. No, no, don't no. Get nervous. So just you know, some people get periods, and when they are around other people who also get periods, there's usually one person that creates a sink. Uh, where everyone just kind of gets on the same wavelength. Right. And I have what we've learned to be a dominant uterus. Mm-hmm. And this has been something that's plagued me my whole life. You're a powerful woman. As your mother said so succinctly one day. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, I'm the person that if like I'm on my period, and I have done this in several... This is not like a joke. Like This is a literal thing. Other... <laughs> people who get periods around me will start to just get a period and it's my claim to fame so i was one of grace's bridesmaids Mm. and um i got invited to go to her childhood home Mm. for her wedding shower right and it was me and all the bridesmaids all the girls and your mom was there yeah and i was in my moon phase and there was mm. that time of the moon phase and you know she and my she I mean me was going through it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and one by one uh the bridesmaids started dropping like flies by which i mean dropping into the tissue yeah and um everyone got their period including yeah so i i didn't know that i didn't know that the bridesmaids this was happening and then at some dinner during this week that we were all together, Grace's mother sits next to me. Who is, by the way, 56 years young at this point. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, your mom's stunning. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't know any of this. I found out after the fact that she thought she was like going through menopause. She hadn't... Full-blown, had not had a period in months. Had not had a period in months. Almost a year. And uh, she sits next to me and just goes, Kara... You're a very powerful woman. And I'm like, Margaret, thanks. You know, here I am feeling good about myself. And then Grace later is like, yeah, she got her period today. Because <laughs> of your Dom you. Because of my Dom you. So if anyone wants to start, um, I don't know, should we start a group of Dom youths? And then we just can well, like. Well, I think that they have their own political party. <laughs> I don't think they have to start that group. They're running for president. Oh, <laughs> uh, me and Lizzie and Hillary just sitting around. I mean, I think they're, I don't know. I don't know their lives, but I feel like their power has passed and I'm like the next generation, you know? Yeah, regardless of your feelings about any of those people, by the way, because I have mixed about all of them. Sure. Um, me especially. You can't, you especially. You have mixed feelings about me especially, I mean. <laughs> Um, But no, I think that you can all admit that those women that you just described do have dominant uterus. Oh, for for sure. No matter what you think. Like, agree to disagree. You know, it's funny because my one claim to, like, the first time I had some kind of internet thing blow up, it was me talking about my period. So it's kind of fitting (gasps) that my first thing I say on your podcast is a period story. It really is uh, my claim to fame. Wow. Somebody's Eve Ensler. If you did not get that joke, so you, gotta tune out. <laughs> you gotta tune out. I'm not sure this is for you. Oh. Who's to say? Um, I will be including spark notes in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, One time I had to call her. Oof. Okay, I'm sorry. My... No, pause. <laughs> what? So I was I was working at an undisclosed uh, theater company. I was interning there actually at the time. And, you know, I did women's college for a minute. And so I went to a big state school. Um, And on my list of, like, really intern duties, they were like, duties. Um, Mm -hmm. They were like, hey, make sure you call this playwright. We, like, need to schedule a meeting with them. And I was like, dope. And I look at the phone number, and it's Eve Ensler. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, Uh, how can they just be like? um, They were so matter of fact about it. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, that's also... So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I talked to her assistant. I don't remember anything after that, but... Yeah, I... It's funny because I, um... I have, you know, we we all have friends that are interns or whatever working for different theater companies and, you know, PR firms and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I had a friend the other day that was like, man, I was stamping mailers for blank, 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 and I dead ass had to send a mailer to Joel Gray. And and they were like, you know, I'm just picturing little Joel Gray opening this thing up and being like, I'll come. Like, (laughs) you know, like, it's just... 
funny like when you picture things like um i worked at like a stationary shop and one time we had to send a wedding invitation to the mirandas like oh, Lynn's wow, parents, wow, 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 wow. which you worked in the same building of one time and i, just I was go, gonna say i have my miranda stories <laughs> but it's so weird <laughs> yeah. because it's just like oh man how lucky we are to be alive right now remember when we um saw um, at the at the DC, DC train station, <laughs> and I was like, "No, I can't. We haven't worked in the same he building." He was in front of us with his little backpack. Oh, with and, it, and he had a Hamilton button. Lynn's father. Did. He's it such was a cutie. Very cute. Anyway, I tweeted. Oh, get this! I tweeted at him that day. Mm-hmm. I tweeted the wrong Luis Miranda, who was also in politics, and then he started following me, and I was like, "God bless you," but it wasn't you. <laughs> I felt so bad. Oh. Um. Anyways, so that's that, and mm-hmm. I think that now we can tell a little story about our friendship. Okay. Where should we start? I feel like the people deserve should that. we start the day we met do you did, well, no that's no. Damon. 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 damon you did start we with how we met at a show? the stage door yes so we'll, we'll get there okay, okay okay um so i have this i went to a really like uptight roman catholic prep school in south florida um and so i because of this it was kind of a i'm not gonna lie like a scarring experience and so my friends from that time in my life are like i'm they're still my friends i'm one of those dying breeds of people who's still friends with like her high school friends and one of those friends is one joseph ferrarelli um who i love he's like my brother and when i moved to new york he uh shortly after moved to new york as well and i already had a roommate housing situation so and I don't ever want to live with Joe. Um, and so he uh, was just fili- finishing Williamstown and had found these other roommates in this apartment in the Bronx. And I was like, great. And then I kept hearing about these roommates in the apartment in the Bronx. Uh, <laughs> Damon and Grace, Grace and Damon, Damon and Grace, and Grace and Damon. And I was like, great, can't wait to meet them, this and the other. For whatever reason, it didn't like, we didn't meet for a while. Mm-hmm. And then one day, the day after Halloween, I'll never forget this, Joe calls me, I'm living in Harlem at the time, and he's like, hey, I need you to come get me. And it's like the day after Halloween, and like, it's not like Joe was like reckless or anything, but I was like, he's... Um, okay, well, I lived with him, so can attest to a different side of him, but anyway. Uh, I know a little baby Joe from high school. Um, but I was like, it's the day after Halloween. He's hungover. He's asking me to come. And that's what I genuinely oh, thought. Oh, thought he was being silly willy. Yeah. And he's like, no, I can't see. I need you to come get me. And I'm like, <laughs> Which is not what just are you, what's What are you talking about? And he's like, I'm like, get on an Uber. I'll meet you at like a... Um, a coffee shop or something. No, no, no. Uh, we were going to meet at like a, a clinic, like a patient's first or like whatever. <laughs> I'm like, let's, so, get, let's get coffee. And you're like, no, he needs to go to the emergency room. So we go to the, like, you know, not the emergency room because we're not crazy. Also, we're not loaded. No, no, exactly. <laughs> so we're not going to, you know, put him in debt. Um, So we go to a, what are they called? The walk-in like, whatever. One of those clinics. I was about to call it emergency. <laughs> that is so sad. You like a you, in a box. You know, <laughs> You know when you uh, like get your arm accidentally amputated, you just rub a little emergency, emergency on it. Just a little emergency. No, so we, so I take him to one of these like uh, city MDs. City MD. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. And we find out that he's lacerated his eye because he fell asleep in his contacts, probably for like the tenth straight day. Because it's otherwise, the most white boy injury I've ever heard. He was of. in a ton of pain, and I'm sitting there like holding his hand at a CVS pharmacy, being like, "It's gonna be fine. We're gonna get you a painkiller. These are the drops. This, that, mm-hmm. and the other." He takes a painkiller, and he gets loopy. Um, like he's just, I mean, he is Silly. talking about, I have video of him. Like I'm trying to hail a cab to bring him to the Bronx. And he is like, we have to liberate Cuba. Like that was what he was really, he's like, Cuba libre. We're from Miami. Cuba libre. And I'm like, yes, yes. I agree. Can you please get in this? Like, and like Joe's roughly my size, but a little heavier. So I'm like pushing him in this cab. Yeah. We get in, um, I'm like, Joe, what's your address? What's your address? And he's like, I live in the Bronx. And I'm like, okay, whatever. We get it. Um, he lives in like a fifth story walk up. Uh, yes, it was on the fifth floor. Fifth yeah. floor walk up. Fifth floor walk up. I'm pushing him up the stairs. He's like, Cuba Libre. He's like trying to get away from me. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like pushing him up. I don't have the best knees. This or the other. Uh, we knock on the door. Um, I had. I told Joe, text one of your roommates and let them know that, like, I'm coming, no, right? Did no, not. didn't happen? Okay, well. Um, <laughs> no, of course I, not. I think that Damon did know because he opened the door oh. shirtless, mm. but fully holding his phone out 
because I think <gasps> that's right. No, yeah. he did. And he he's did, like he taping Joe because Joe's like, "Come on, what's up, bruh?" Like just like totally messed up. Um, and uh, that's when I met Damon. Damon like doesn't even say hi to me. He's just like crying, laughing at how messed up Joe is. Like I mean, <laughs> he's not helping you. No, he's, he's not like, helping. <laughs> he's just like holding the camera, like ha ha ha. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like putting Joe in his like IKEA belt. I mean IKEA bed. And like there's like twinkle lights on. And I'm like, hmm, like looks like a woman was here. I wish I mean probably you help him decorate this. And he had like a like stuffed tiger situation. That was a gift. Yes, it was yeah. all weird. It was all very weird. Yeah. And so I put him in there, and I'm like looking at him being like, hey, hi, Karen, nice to meet you. Blah blah blah. These are painkillers. Make sure he does not take all of them at once. He will die. Like, I'm just, like, literally, and he's like, hmm, yeah, I won't. And I'm like, Ugh. Not like, a responsible boy <laughs> to be telling this to. Wish I had been home. I worked like a crazy person back then, and I still do, but... And um, then I went down to, like, a bodega and got, like, bacon, egg, and cheeses and been, like... We lived above a Dunkin', so you probably hit the Dunkin'. That's probably where I went. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a croissant. And yeah. that's the first time I met Damon. And then, like... Without a shirt on. Without slime. a shirt on. I don't think he ever put one on at that... I don't think I've ever seen Damon with a shirt People <laughs> always know him in my home. I had to stop doing Instagram stories of him for the longest time because I was like, people are going to think that he's just a naked boy like they're gonna and also like you guys you gotta pay for that you know <laughs> i married him and i get to have that and i shouldn't just put that on for her yeah i mean and that's netflix uh, pays him i feel like damon and i then i think he had to go to audition or something after but like for he sure. and i like hung out for a little bit just like duncan on no yeah. but like duncan on joe and like that was the extent <laughs> of like um but like we love joe and he's wonderful and then um at the time i was working at a at several theater companies, actually. <laughs> and uh, I don't know how I did that. And I was getting, you know, people who are in the know and are in the biz know that, like, if you work in theater, um, you often get, like, comps, which are, like, free tickets to go see shows because you're, like, an industry person. Right. So, and because also, like, low-key, like, they have to fill the house properly. Yeah. So, if, like, a, a ticket doesn't sell, a lot of times they're like, oh, well, we want the seat to be filled with someone. I mean, that's how anything happens. Yeah. Like, it's, like, word and of mouth, it's promotion. Yeah, and it makes sense, too, because it's, like, you know, your employees and your staff are, like, your number one advocate, and, like, how can you be an advocate for a product you don't consume? so to say. Yeah. Not, not to Because think. you're 10 times more likely to, if you're representing a show, be like, oh my God, I saw it last week. I've seen it three more times. You have to go. Right. It's, it's how I mean, it I've also had comps to shows and then I've paid to go see it. Like I, I saw the We cameras. did that with Brightstar. Oh, <laughs> you know what? You know what? <laughs> but we're not so different, you and I. We you go so see Bright Star several times. I saw the humans like five times. Um, fun home. For fun me. home. Oh, I saw Fun Home a couple times mm. too. Yeah. Um, and so they owe me money because I, I was there so much and I talked about it so much. I'm like, I should get royalties. Anyways, uh, I so yeah, I I was new to New York. I didn't have a ton of friends. Uh, Joe was kind of ironically in many ways my lifeline when I first yeah. moved here. And I wanted someone to see shows with because mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, for the first, I have no money. I can offer nothing in a friendship other than <laughs> my. I can give you nothing. I can but give these you free things. Yeah, I can give you nothing. Um, yeah. And I, Joe was working odd jobs and could never be someone that like could make a show really. And then he eventually went back to Florida and went to grad school. Mm hmm. And that's when I met one Miss Graysaki. Yeah. 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 So you take it over. Where oh, did we meet? Because okay. now I'm like, do I remember? <laughs> You're like, oh, I don't know. Um, because famously, we saw like hundreds of shows yeah. together. I mean, legitimately. I've never so seen many. more shows with, and I've never like done the same activity with someone more than, <laughs> mm, I have a boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> wow, well, wow, well, wow, well, wow. Well. Here we are again. And even now, I'm like, did you? <laughs> um, but no, uh, yeah, we were we were slated to see Noises Off. Is that the first show we did? Yes, because I remember not wanting to go. I gave you a comp that I didn't go with you for what? Somewhere. Fun Home. Yeah, before we met, I was like, before go see Fun met, Home. I saw Fun Home because of your comp, and I was like, thank you, person I don't know. Yeah. I like tagged you or something. Yeah. And then you're like, okay. Um, <laughs> because I was sitting... I had waited to see it for the longest time because mm -hmm. it came out. Wait, was that the first time you saw Fun Home? Yeah. I did that for you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, 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 
don't know. I will take it back. I'm sorry. Um, I won a lottery. Okay. Okay. And then I, I went like, and no Damon way. won a lottery and then he sat somewhere else. And mm. I was like, I should not have sat by myself for mm. this. I should have shelled out money for him to sit with me because I am not well. Mm -hmm. And so then I saw it a couple more times, but I got to see it again because of your comp. And, yeah. um, so like when we, <laughs> when you reached out to me and said like, Hey, I have a comp for, um, noises off mm -hmm. in my brain. I will disclose this information. I was like that stupid British show. <laughs> I was like that silly willy stupid pooped show. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to go. And then there's this girl that I don't know. And I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, but I'm off. <laughs> and also free theater, free theater. Who was okay. Megan Hilty was in it for sure. And oh, I'd seen her as Glenda. So good. I was so excited to see it once I like knew some of the cast members yeah. and I was like, Sounds like it'd be fun. I should give it a chance because I've only seen high schools do it, which like, yeah, obviously, like when you see a shitty high school do it, like it's not gonna be good. Right. So then I was like, fine, I'll meet you. And so I show up at the American Airlines Theater. Mm -hmm. You are way taller than I thought. Um, <laughs> I get that a lot. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, cool. And then we were on the dead ass front, front row, row. Yeah. Far left. And like the the first, the main character, like the director, yeah. ran up next to us and then sat on the edge of the stage in front of me. And we were like holding each other's hand like, oh my God, we were experiencing theater together. And then that's when we coined the phrase front, front row, row foxes. foxes. Yeah. Because we were like, what's the hashtag of the night? Like we were like I also friends. at the time was, <laughs> like I've mentioned, super broke. And so I was yeah. wearing, I don't know if you remember this, I was wearing flats that had little foxes on them. Oh, oh I remember those flats. Yeah, okay, yeah, They're yeah. And so, you know, I, I, I remember that being like our, like that was, that became our thing. And then we saw so right. many shows. So I mean, always hashtag front row foxes. And like, that's the thing too. It's like, you kind of get like these rush sort of seats that are like on the side, very to the front. Or mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes we've been back row bitches and that's fine. <laughs> back row bitches is always a really like enlightening Long experience. day's journey into and tonight. Oh, uh, we can even go into that story. Okay. So we, <laughs> mm. ooh, ooh, mm. no, I Okay, so here's what happened. I gotta take a second and tell y'all about my personal training coaches, Steve and Rachel Payne at House of Payne. I've been doing their workout programs, let's say three years, and they shape bodies. And yes, they prepare people to compete in bodybuilding shows, which some of it's your jam, it's not my jam. What I love about them is that they understand the look that I want, tone, fit, something that's sustainable for my lifestyle. They create a custom individual plan that includes my workouts, my cardio, and my nutrition. I do their online program, but when I'm in Atlanta, I do one-on-one -on -one training with them at their facility and it kicks my ass. They FaceTime me whenever I have questions, alter my plan when needed, and no matter what stage you want to step on, competition, career, lifestyle, a red carpet, wedding, whatever it is, House of Pain personal training is the most personal training you can get. Visit their website, trainwithpain, T-R-A-I-N with P-A-Y-N-E dot com for more details. You worked for a company that got to go to opening night. Yes. And we, um, we were... In the very back of the yes. theater, like shockingly back to where I thought we were going to be operating the spotlight. Oh, we were. Do you not remember? <laughs> we were. I'm actually. We were now. doing tech. <laughs> there we, we were in all black. Tech. I was wearing a turtleneck. So and were you. All, and we were the first all female tech yeah, team. We were. And I just, <laughs> just want to say, like, on behalf of women, like, I'm you really know proud who thanked us? Michael, Michael Shannon. Shannon. <laughs> this is going to be so niche. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, you guys, that show is fucking long. It's like four and a half of I saw it four times. It um, is, okay, if you think The Irishman is long, you don't know what long is because no. you've clearly not... John Gallagher Jr., Michael Shannon... Other people. Wait, the, the Sorry, woman who like won two. the Tony Award Jessica for... Lange. Jessica Lange. Other people. Michael Shannon, John Gallagher Jr., other people. <laughs> Jessica Lange. We didn't notice them. Uh, we did not notice that because then there's also the older... Um, is he Irish or something? I can't remember. I'm sorry. That sounds like I don't care about their ethnicity. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Um, so, but anyways, we were there for Mort Terstiefel and mm. Michael Shannon of Grimace, Michael Shannon face. Mm. Big and Chicago. Big, oh, such big a Chicago. Big, big shoulders, big dreams. Okay, so here we are at this party, and we are like the youngest, dingiest people there, and yes. we are, we really are. I'm sorry about it. And we, it's at BB King mm -hmm. Blues Bar, yeah. rest in peace, because it is no longer. It fully closed what? down. I know. I'm sorry. You've been gone for a while. It 
fully closed down. You leave the city for well, six months. I curse things. And it goes to the dogs. It goes to the dogs. It goes to the dogs. And so we're in the line. We're in the buffet line. Yeah. The Phoebe buffet Phoebe line. Phoebe buffet line. And Ryan like, Murphy. Ryan Murphy is standing in front of me in a beautiful brocade blazer. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Ryan Murphy. You and Scream Queens are so good. But I couldn't say these things because we were both trying to reach for the chicken. And so <laughs> he is like walking past me. And then also like we're trying to get to John Galg. Yeah, that's we are all I want. That's the only reason we're there. And we also, both love Spring Awakening so much. Oh, so much. But also like... We don't talk about John Gallagher Jr. and that Tony enough. enough. We don't... Enough in general. But his... What is he... musical. I went... To see American Idiot because of him. Really? Yes. Uh, and I saw so Billy good. Joe Armstrong in it too. I mean, I've downloaded his album. Yeah. <laughs> He's so good. Who's among us? Anyway. Uh, among us. And then also, beautiful lesbian couple from um, American Horror Story. I'm not familiar. She was in. Um, the O.J. Simpson trial. Oh, thing. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but she's I, beautiful yeah, and lovely, yeah, yeah. and I'm so sorry that we're not good with pop culture tonight. So the episode title is what was your name? Um, should we go? Well, let's just not know. Put it in post, Damon. Yeah. The name of that person is. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are in this line full of like famous people. Mm -hmm. A lot of people that are. Orange is a new black, like lots of New York, New York, New York mm. people. And here we are just trying to scoot closer to John Gallagher Jr.'s table where his girlfriend is fiercely defending him yes. away from the people, which like kudos to you. I've been there before, but like lady cakes, move aside because we wanted to say hi and leave. Like we are not trying to be annoying. Also to say like, <laughs> you know, we are very much doing the bit that we're like fangirls, but like we... We're professional are, adults. We're professional adults and we're <laughs> fully, like, I fully work for this company. Like, yeah. I fully work for this and company. And we're at the party and, and we the were fully there, invited. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the party, no one's like, hey, can I get a pic? Like, yeah. That, it's not a stage it's, door. It's not. It's not. Everyone's being no super professional. <laughs> I literally just want to be like, great job on the show. Thank you so much for working right. with us. Welcome to because the company's like, family. Like, we didn't think we'd be in that room with someone that no, we admired right. like when we were in school, blah, yeah, blah, blah. And he's yeah. still young. So it's like yeah, he's more like tangible five than years old Michael than fucking Shannon, who, by the way, Ugh. hawk blocked me from the Prosecco bar like three times. He's so big and tall, but like whatever. I will just go on this record while I side tangent that Michael Shannon is the kindest, most wonderful man, and I just love him. And yeah. I just need everyone to know that. It okay. was bizarre because he presents himself like yeah he would murder your whole family but he's so lovely he's yeah. so lovely what a good man uh, um so john galg oh and then we oh well we you approached him tried to approach him many times kept getting you know sent away sent away yeah like <laughs> i finally like we get in like a circle where it's like a couple of people talking and he's <laughs> in that circle and i'm in that circle yeah. and like I then just, it, it, this is kind of anticlimactic because it's like, I, Oh yeah, this wasn't building to anywhere. So sorry. No, no, no. I'm so sorry. It's just about like when you meet, this is the reality of our business. Yeah. And you like meet your heroes and then you just kind of are like, okay, you're a person. Yeah. I can't say anything to you. Oh. <laughs> it was like, can I tell my Cameron Crowe story? Should I? Oh, because we're here. Yes. This is, well, to me, this is like... Anyway, John Gallagher Jr. is wonderful. I just choked and couldn't say hi to him. John, if you are listening, which of course yes, you, you are, are. Um, I love you. I love your work. I know that your sister is like a teacher in Queens, and I live in <laughs> Queens, and like the work that she does for students and public education is really important to me. Okay, thank you. Short-term travel's great. Okay, bye. Thanks. <laughs> thank you for your service. <laughs> That sounded really creepy. I know your sister. Um, okay, yeah, go you on. really took it there. Um, I don't need to tell that story. Let's cut that. I don't <laughs> want to. I'll do it later when I have him on and then I fangirl again. Mm. So, our friendship yeah. blossomed from us seeing shows together. And we just have, we, I think, in my head, mm -hmm. even though it's fully in my head, have the reputation on Broadway. Of being <laughs> the best audience members. Oh, we pretend in our brains, we've never discussed this, I'm saying it now, no, yeah. that we are literally the parents of the people in the show. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Like, literally somebody will come out and then they'll have like a like 11 o'clock number and it's their only number in the show yeah. and we're like, we're like yes! yes. <laughs> like being Nancy, Groundhog Day, I get it, honey. We are all there with you. <laughs> wow, being Nancy, uh, mm. Groundhog Day, RIP. Did Justice you know that she was originally like going in for the main girl and the oh. main girl was going in for Nancy oh. and then last minute casting was like, hey, why don't you guys read? 
the other parts. Oh. Huh. And then there you go. So it's like interesting, interesting. Yeah. So like Grace and I, when we mm-hmm. watch, you know, like we are very different people. And we have... What does that mean? No, no, no. We're, we're, what I mean is, like, we're very different, I think, in many regards. And then we're very... I think the way that we react to things is very similar. Oh. And so it makes us, like, the perfect, like, duo mm. to go see. Because we're, like, the... Like the old people and the Muppets. The Muppets. Yeah, exactly. We're exactly... Mm. And so I think that, like, I remember seeing the Cherry Orchard with you. Oh, I, I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> Remember our days in we New were, York City watching Chekhov? Um, we were probably, no, I'm not even joking. We were third row dead center, yeah. staring down little Joel Grey. Mm. Second time Joel Grey's come up. Yeah. That's pod. Oh, really? <laughs> Name of app, Joel mm. Grey. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but we, yeah, we were seeing, oh my God, Under the Tuscan Suns, the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica, the other person. Sure. <laughs> Is it? I'm very bad at remembering actors' We are really names. bad right now. We're doing poorly. Um, this is also very embarrassing because we're very culturally savvy. Um, but anyway, so we're, we're watching her, and we're watching the show, and we don't know what's happening. I'm watching Tabby Gavinson, like, do another show, and I'm just like, how am I not on Broadway? Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. She was in everything that year. She was. I just saw her in another Chekhov show. Wow. It was Russia, Russia, mm-hmm. Russia, or something. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, that's Moscow, 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 Moscow. <laughs> Putin, Putin, Putin. No, I got it at the roundabout. I'm getting fired. I don't work anywhere, but I'm getting fired. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, we're watching this show, and like, we're not really sure what's going on. And we've been there for what seems like days. Yes. And um, <laughs> we're holding the each other. The cherry was also a long day's journey tonight. <laughs> yes, it was, and we're holding each other's hands, I believe. Yeah. And um, that beautiful man again. Don't know the name. Uh, that beautiful In the man. the mustard pants. Yes. And those mustard pants, and we were like, okay, sexually charged by this gentleman, <laughs> but the rest of the show, who's to say? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think the thing with us is that, like, we are never an audience. Well, you would want to sit next to us because we're not talking through the show. No. We are, we have very strong rules where we don't talk about what we no. thought about the show until we Three are. Blocks. Three blocks from the Minimum. theater because the last thing you want to hear is you have absolutely loved a show and then there's the two of us being like, I don't know. Like, you know, like I or just, like even vice versa, like somebody yeah. like shit talking the show, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then we're over here being so excited and then it ruins the night. Yeah. So just like full disclosure, even if you're seeing like a local show, if you're seeing like yeah. a regional show, community theater, like there's, and you know who, oh, I'm about to name draw. Oh. Are you ready? You I'm about to pick this? it up for you. Josh Radner. Josh Radner. Josh Radner. Oh, sorry, you put that on the floor. Can, do you, I you keep put, throwing this on the floor. I know. Stop throwing things. Go Josh nice. Radner, my friend who I met twice. Who, I can say this because I don't know. Josh Radner's super hot in real life. Anyway. Good looking dude. Uh, good looking dude. Uh, gets better with age like a fine mm-hmm. wine. Um, he said to, not me, my husband. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he said You're to, name dropping an anecdote that didn't even happen to you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's literally what this podcast is. And if you can't get on board, please leave. <laughs> please leave. There's okay. a sound effect of a door just closing. <laughs> okay, so literally he said to him, there is nothing so bad that you have to tell everyone about it. Mm. Like artistically. Mm. Because someone did put that out into the world. and like That's really good advice. It's really good advice to me. And also like I've started really taking that into account because... There's so many times when we think of a funny, quippy, snarky, me, 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 and then I go, hold on, what does that purpose serve? Like, yeah. okay, I got a laugh, but that's like hurtful, yeah. and I don't need to put that out into the world, so I'm not gonna like me, 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 shit on other yeah. things. And so now I kind of yeah, when we see shows, it's like, all right, we've always had that rule though. Like, let's have three that. blocks at right. least. Yeah. Right. So like, guys, come on, you don't have to while you're in the theater because this happens every time I see a show. People go, you know. Wasn't as funny as I thought it'd be, or something yeah. like. Sorry, I chose that accent, but like, whatever. It's yeah. just, yeah, it kind of sucks because it ruins the night. And um, don't do that. The end. Yeah. But that being said, we, mm-hmm. if you write, I feel like we should be invited. We should start a very intense lobbying campaign to be invited to press night. Because oh my goodness. Yes, I went, and this is not that I was invited for. Was I invited for this reason? I don't know. I got invited to the Oh Hello press night. Oh. I was sitting. You know what? No, tell that. You know, <laughs> so, excuse me. Kara, will you tell me a story about my favorite piece of theater of all time, which is Oh Hello? Oh Hello. Oh, hello. All right. 
I need oh I need to talk about something after this. I'm, it's weighing on my heart. Oh, Start. Okay. Um, so I I don't remember the circumstances. I I was friendly with one of the producers, and I think that's where I got the comp. Sorry, <laughs> dropping names left. Yeah, and right. because you only got one. I only that got was one. Very I only got you. one, and it was for press night, and I arrive late to the theater because I was coming from a, a, one of my 18 jobs, I'm when sure. When were we ever early? I, that's true. Um, and we famously were outside eating acai bowls oh. um, until Thank the you last minute. Authority. Sponsor. <laughs> and so we're, I run in mm-hmm. and the person who's like, I'm sitting like, I'm like to the left, like there's I'm like the third seat in. And normally, when you're, like, running into the theater, and, like, the curtain hadn't been down yet, but it was, like, getting to that point, the person, like, gets up when they can tell that there's, like, an empty seat, two seats from them. So I go in, and usually there's, like, the person gets up, right, and is, like, oh, you know, like, this is an empty seat. Obviously, I have to stand up. (laughs) And I am, like, in my fervor or whatever, and I'm, like I said, I really believe in audience etiquette, so I get a little annoyed when there's, like, no... A little bit loud of it. So I'm standing next to this person. Yeah. They're deep in conversation with someone else. I'm like looming over them. And looming. I really, I really want to like get settled and set in and get into the theater experience. And I'm like, excuse me. Like kind of very quippy Kurt. to this very person. Kurt. Which in New York is like the equivalent of being like, excuse me, sir. Could you please? But it was kind of rude. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh my God, I am so sorry. Gets up. I lock eyes with him. It's Seth Meyers. Ugh, awkward. Yeah. And then, like, his assistant or other person. Yeah. And I sit next to him, and the whole time I'm like... And then... Yeah. Seth Meyers proceeds to just have the most infectious, beautiful laughter throughout the whole show. He's like us. He's, like, laughing. He's like, ha-ha! Like, he's yeah. just so into it. He's really loving it. He's, like, remarkably handsome in real life. Oh, yeah. And then we get to the part with Too Much Tuna. And they're like, oh, we're gonna do Too Much Tuna, which uh-huh. is, like, their talk show in the middle of this show. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. I recommend it. Yeah, free streaming. It's John, the best theater you've John ever Mulaney, seen. Nick Roy, I know you're listening. Well, they are. They were actually the first ones to approach me about doing the podcast. Of course. They were like, hey, I know that you're like busy, but this would mean a lot to us emotionally. We don't get, you know, like, yeah, John's over on this coast, Nick's on the I other know, one. And like, they miss me. Honestly, they're not they're nowhere to be found. Like, what have they done recently? Everything? Honestly, and I've told them. I was like, guys, like, people... They're gonna forget about. They're you. gonna forget about you. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna get sued. Okay, continue, continue. And uh, the person they call up for too much too nice, Seth Myers, and I oh, felt like a dingus. But I was. Oh, laughing. I know exactly where you were sitting then. Yeah, that's the seat. That's the seat. Shit. Okay. I know. Anyway, yeah. that's the way too much tuna. The point is, we laugh a lot at shows, so give us comps, because uh, if you're sitting next to a press person, they'll be like, oh, everyone loved it, and it's like, because we have really mm. obnoxious. Our laughters also sometimes, like, sink at the same time, and we're like, ha ah! <laughs> Yes! Oh my god, no, seriously. And then also, I think that when it's, like, very dramatic, oh. we moan at the same, yes. yeah. the same rate, and we'll sit together, and we'll be like... Oh, what uh, was the tweet? What was the tweet? We, this is not our tweet. This is not our intellectual oh, property. Oh, Yeah, do it. Oh, it's a... Uh, <laughs> actor. And that's when I knew they were all oh my. my sons. Roundabout, Roundabout audience. audience. Oh. <laughs> Curtain. <laughs> <laughs> so that, in a nutshell, is three years of our life. Yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> yeah, we would just go Those to things. Shows. And then we realized how, like... Very into all things pop culture mm-hmm. and all that. Not that you can tell from the fact that we knew no actors' <laughs> names for this episode, but how how much we enjoyed like theme and like uh, we silly. We've thrown adult. a series of parties around our love for pop culture. That's true. We threw the um, with my roommate Mackie, mm-hmm. who originally conceived the idea of Ron Howard's birthday party, which we celebrate every March. That's. Also, just so you guys know, like, not a joke. We, no, we, we celebrate Ron Howard. We throw Ron Howard a birthday party. He has yet to come. To be fair, we have not extended a formal invitation. Which he would probably appreciate at this yeah, point. Yeah, at this point. you know. Um, so we yeah. throw Ron a birthday party every March, and we invite all of our friends who dressed up in different movies honoring the great legacy that is Ron Howard. Pause. This is a life tip. Well, my years of knowledge and, you know, like, I am just... The foremost expert on mm. friends and family. You 
have to keep people in your life that are on board. And what that means is, if someone says to you, I am throwing a blankety blank weirdo schmweirdo Ron Howard party, you don't go, why would you do that? That sounds stupid. Don't know who that no. is. Yes, you and. promptly, you yes and, you promptly Google, you decide what you're dressing up as, and you yes. show up. Keep people that are on board. And also, if you're not being on board for your friends, Get on board. Get on board. Get on board. Yes. I absolutely freak out when it comes to singing harmonies. I hear someone sing a different note than me, and I assume I'm wrong. I've always looked for a better way to train my ear and give myself more confidence in my harmony singing ability. Now I get to tell you about my new go-to app, Harmony Helper. Playbill Features writer Ruthie Fireberg calls Harmony Helper a lifesaver for auditioning actors. Broadway Con star and Harmony Helper artistic advisor Rob McClure has called the app a game changer for the musical theater industry. Harmony Helper will help you develop the skills to harmonize using the newest tech available. With Harmony Helper, I can literally scan a sheet of music with the camera on my phone, and the app does some kind of witchcraft and maps out the harmony parts. It converts each line of music to audio, allows you to control the playback volume for custom control over your learning process, and then this, this is the crazy part. It provides real-time feedback to let you know if you're singing your part correctly. Take the rehearsal room into your own hands with Harmony Helper. Download it in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. We threw the original Ode to Ron Howard, and then last year we did Ron Howard to Two Angels to Demons. Yes. And this March, we're you know we're looking for themes for Ron. So we could. He's do, turning sixty-six this year. We could do a book. <laughs> do I know that on top of my head? I do. Well, that's because last year we bought the special candles for. 65. Yeah, sixty-five because it was retirement age, yeah, and he a, won't. He won't. Yeah, and then he shan't. He shan't stop because that would be mean to uh, us. Us. <laughs> us. Society. Yeah. Yeah. So I think maybe we do like an Opie theme, black and white. Mm. So everyone has to be, and then oh, somebody gets in trouble with blackface. I don't know. Um, I hope not. Are we going to want to do a? I don't know. American I wanna... graffiti. Oh. There's so many options. 66. There's something there. It's in March. It's in March. We're, we're so coming up. by the time this comes out. Oh, right. Hopefully, we'll, hopefully it have happened already. We'll have had the party. But if not, tune in to our Instagram stories because <laughs> it gets weird. But it's it's a lot of fun. And, and we say all this to say that, like, just have fun with your friends. Yeah. Like, it was amazing. Things. It's been amazing, you know. I mean, one of the things that I will always remember is that yes, when, tell me a story. When I was dirt broke, <laughs> and I all I had to offer was comps and mm-hmm. uh, you know quippy comments. Yeah. You were always someone that's like, "Hey, let me buy you a hot chocolate after the show because yeah. you gave me your comp." And I was like, "Okay," like, <laughs> <laughs> and like I'll never forget that, you know. Oh, like, and that's sweet. like, and we were able to and are able to well, have fun. There's little things that you can do for people to yeah. say thank you that yeah. if you can't monetarily, because I do. I have that now a lot where yeah. like I am the lucky recipient of like yeah. comps and then like special interests. Yeah. Write a note, say thank you, um, get someone a coffee, like whatever yeah. it is, like yeah. just like. I can't give you uh, an $80 yeah. gift card to blank, but I can blank, blank, blank. So just try. I mean, it's like that old saying where it's like, it, it, people are never going to remember what you did. They're going to remember how it's you It's Maya made it. Angelou. Yeah, it is Maya Angelou, yeah. People don't remember um, what you did, what you did, but they'll or remember you how said, you make them feel. What you, how you made them feel, yeah. And it's like, if you had Venmoed me like $30 for those comps, that it wouldn't, sucks. it wouldn't mean anything to me. <laughs> but like the fact that we would go to Ooh. get like a cookie or like, can I a... tell a Venmo story? Yes. Tell me a story. Because I don't like this person anymore. So I can tell it. Oh, oh. okay. So... <laughs> oh, my oh, I know. <laughs> also, after I just talked about how you should be a good friend and how to be a good person, I was like, fuck this guy. <laughs> okay. So this person mm. that I worked with, mm. um, this was like my third week of work at this job and I just wanted everybody like me. Guess what? They didn't, <laughs> uh, because I was like getting sales. So I was like getting money and they, Oh, I guess we're not. And, um, mm-hmm. or maybe they were and they were just jealous. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, one person who shall remain nameless okay. was like, I'm going to go out to Starbucks. And I was like, Oh my God. Cool. No, no. Sorry. Pause. They were like, I'm going to go to Starbucks. I said, I'm going to go to Starbucks because I wanted something to drink. And then I was like, what does everyone want? Mm. So I was like, I'll get it. You know, I'll get everybody's because I mm, sometimes have tried to buy people's affections. Uh, It's, you know, I'm Southern. And um, so I got everyone's coffee order and I went to Starbucks, brought everyone's drink, perfectly made how they wanted it. And they were all like, thank you. And I was like, you're welcome. Please like me. Right. Two weeks later. Girl, because mm-hmm. I'm going to get Starbucks. What does everyone want? 
I was like, okay, cool. Like, we're all paying it forward. That's nice. Yeah. I write down my order. I give it to her. She comes back. She Venmo requests me 610. And I never forgot it. Because I go, hmm, there's the difference. It's one of those things. It's like we're all in in the struggle and like, you know, this, that, and the other. But it's like, I knew that in that period when you bought your co-worker's coffee, you couldn't. No. No. Right, right. But you did it because you're like, this is my, like, social investment, you know? I try, like, yeah, I'm trying to show you that I am not, like, selfish and yeah, I want to be kind. Yeah. But it's weird because it's like that. I never forgot that. Yeah. And I told her this months into a very good friendship with her. Yeah. Blah, 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 Like, we had become, like, very close. And I said, you know, that actually really hurt me. She was like, why? And she still didn't get why. She was like, oh, that's yeah. not a big deal. And I'm like, see, you'll never get it. Yeah. So it's like... I don't know how to describe. It's just like a weird thing. But the most story with friendship made me think of that because I was like, that was such a learning opportunity for me to be like, hmm, maybe that's not the type of person to have in my life. Can I tell you a Venmo story? Oh, tell me a story about Venmo. I don't know if I've actually told you the story. Oh, God. So I was dating a fella Mm. um, in New York City. Sorry to everyone doing that. And (laughs) dating a fellow in New York City um, and... It was going okay. You know, it was mm-hmm. fine. I liked him fine. We had similar interests. You know, he was cute. Like, whatever. It was New York. Um, New York dating. And he left his jacket at my apartment. Mm-hmm. And we've been dating for about, like, two months, like, on and off. Oh, Nothing serious. that's substantial, Yeah, substantial. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He left his jacket. Whatever. I then went to a wedding where I met my now boyfriend. <laughs> Oh, okay. I wasn't exclusive with this guy. It was literally nothing. It's like, you know, like Uh dating, you know, like we were like going on dates and we would hook up and like, that was it. So I go to this. The New York story. Yeah. And I was like in that phase of my life where I was like, if I find my person, cool. If I find a great, but in the meantime, like whatever. So I wasn't like bummed that I wasn't like hyper into the New York guy. I go to this wedding, I meet my now boyfriend, I come home, and I tell my roommate, I go, I don't know if I'm going to date that man that I met at this wedding, but I need to be dating men like him. Ah. Uh, yeah. Wow. I literally was like... The standard. The standard. Like, yeah. Mm. I was and I was like, it's this kind of thing. It's like, you know it when you see it. And I literally yes. in my head was, I truly did not believe I would ever date my boyfriend, but I was like, that's the kind of man I want to be with. So... I broke up with the New York guy. I mean, broke up is very strong. I was like, hey, you know, I've had a really great time with you. I really think I'm looking for something a little bit more serious. And, you know, I, I just, I think you're a great guy. But um, I, I don't think we should. It's going to be a no. I don't think we should see each other anymore. Um, and he was, I wrote a very long thing because I don't send first drafts. I like uh, very kind. I had like explain first draft theory. Oh, so first draft theory is when you just kind of blurt out something without thinking about how it'll impact them, without going through a couple of rewrites, especially on text where it's like so that stays. Yeah, that stays, and they can read it. And like, like I said, this wasn't like hyper serious where I thought like we needed to go to like a candlelit dinner and be like, I'm calling it off. It was like <laughs> I hadn't seen him in four weeks. First of all, the the circumstance. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Can you tell tell I'm not great at calling it off? Um, So so he responded back being like, I very mature being like, I totally get it. No worries. Like, you know, this happens, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, great. Sure, sure. And he was like, "Um, I did leave a jacket at your place though. Can I get it back? And I'm like, absolutely. I have no, yeah, I have no hard feelings for you. Like this, that, and the other. Uh, Let's meet up at this time to the, great. I brought the jacket to my work. Cause we were meeting up like closer to my job yeah. and I'm like, Hey, are we still down to meet today? And he's like, Oh, I can only make this hour. And I was like, well, you said this hour. And like, I work in an office and I have asked out to go out this hour. So like, I can't meet with you now because I have to be at my desk at my job because I'm an adult. Um, <laughs> so... You having to qualify what work means is hilarious. <laughs> so, oh, he like worked for himself. So it was eye roll. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but he just had a much more fluid schedule. And I was like, you can meet me You're at any time. Rigid, yeah. And I have a very rigid schedule. He's like, no, no, no worries. We'll do this any other. A mm-hmm. couple nights later, he drunk texts me 
and is like, I can't believe that like you called it off. I don't understand. Oh, like, like, yeah, very like hostile. Okay. And I don't respond at night because <laughs> mama didn't raise no fools. The next day I'm like, hey, I think it's a little inappropriate to text me so late. Um, like I said, I think you're wonderful. I just am in this situation where like, blah, 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 blah. I don't feel like we're right for each other. Fine. Oh, I'm so sorry I sent that to you at night. Great. Then we continue to do this for, I swear, six weeks where he is like, oh, can more? we meet up to get the jacket? And I'm like, yes. And he keeps canceling on me. So, and then one drunk night, he sends me a very explicit text. Oh, uh, mm, you mean my like, like sexually explicit text. <gasps> oh, stop it. Yeah. At this point, I'm fully talking my eyes. to... <laughs> my eyes. I'm fully talking to my now boyfriend. And uh, I'm yeah. like, I don't have time for this, like, behavior. And I go, this is really inappropriate. Don't... Please stop it. Like, can I... I'm going to mail you your jacket. Yeah, so I don't have to see you. So I don't have to see you. I feel very uncomfortable. And I'm this kind of person where I'm like, I give you a thousand things. I've communicated you a thousand times. I just don't want to deal with it. We're not friends. I don't know you. And I block him. Okay. He then sends me a super angry email because it's 1995. There's something so very intimate about emailing <laughs> someone versus communication via social media and or text. So I don't respond to it. I block him on every single version of social media, everything. I have sent him his jacket back. Weeks pass. Months. Now I'm fully dating my boyfriend. <laughs> and I would love for you to have been like, I'm on my second try <laughs> with this guy. <laughs> and I'm on my phone, whatever. I mm -hmm. haven't thought about this dude forever. Sure. And I get a Venmo request <gasps> for $15 because he left his headphones, his like iPhone headphones um... at my apartment as well. And I blocked him on that. And I was like, thank you, next. <laughs> Those headphones now belong to my roommate, Mackie. <laughs> yes. Really? Those headphones? It was just... They come with your phone. Calm down. They aren't Also, Bose. if you were They're so thirsty about your belongings, maybe you'd meet me in time to... I just... Anyway, that's my Venmo story. Sorry, that was very long. To but quote, To quote bonus dad Rick, lack of planning on your part doesn't constitute an emergency on mine. It's truly. That... You could get that tattooed on my ass today, and I'd be like, still checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Can't see it, but I respect it. Yeah. <sighs> wow. Okay, well, I feel like we've gotten to the part of the pod where mm. we play short story. Okay. Do you feel good about that? Yeah. Okay. So, for all of you new listeners, probably everybody, um, <laughs> is uh, this is the time where we will play kind of an improvised game a little mm -hmm. bit, uh, where I will give Kara a word, Kara will give me a word, we have not prepared for this, and we have two minutes mm -hmm. to tell a short story. It could be true or false, but we're going to do it. And Kara, do you want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. So then I give you a word, or you give me a word? Mm, you give me a word. Okay, cool. Because that's what I wanted to do. Um, okay, so I've decided your word. Mm -hmm. I've thought about it. How long is the story? Two minutes. Oh. Okay, and your word is Roomba. Go. Oh no, I've already talked so much about people I've dated, now I regret this. Okay, so, um, <laughs> no, a super lovely person that I loved very, very much. We were at the tail end of our relationship. Stop it, what happened? <laughs> we're at the tail end of our relationship, he's great. I wish him nothing but the best, but it was like very clearly the last uh, breath of a relationship and we were doing long distance and it was my birthday and he sent me a Roomba, which is the most great gift you could give me because I'm a practical lady who hates vacuuming. And so I had this Roomba and me and my roommate named it Jacques because of the shrimp from Finding Nemo who cleans up the tank. And so the Roomba was just going around and I was like, oh my God, I was planning on breaking up with you, but now you sent me a Roomba. What am I going to do? So I held on for two weeks. Um, uh, before I called it off with him because I couldn't with the guilty conscience anymore and the Roomba kept cleaning up my messes and the messes of uh, my failed relationship which you know it, it spiritually healed me mm. it spiritually cleansed um, and there got to a point where my roommate would um, get very upset about the fact that I was no longer with this person not because he was right for me she didn't like him but because I was no longer getting lovely gifts in the form of practical cleaning devices like a room 
Roomba. We really needed like a Swiffer duster. We really, and it would have come in handy. It just makes me sound horrible. Anyway, cut to, I still have the Roomba. I've moved to a different city. I've moved into a new apartment that is mine and now my boyfriend's about to move in with me and the Roomba still is there and it brings me joy. It brings me joy. So TLDR, you can get a gift from someone um, and not feel bad about where it came from because it cleans up your messes. <laughs> Um, and that's your time. I love that you tried to have like a moral <laughs> to your short story about oh, a fucking all of vacuum. Your listeners are gonna hate me. They're not gonna listen. I, 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 I will never forget because we will do my short story in a second. Mm -hmm. But I have to tell this story. Mm -hmm. um, this I will is a true story. I did not make this. Up. No, no, no. Um, I will never forget you getting the room, but it was October. Um, yeah. because we were all in an Uber from my house oh my in God. Jersey City. Yes. No, I wasn't living in Jersey City. I was going to Jersey City um, to my favorite vintage yeah. shop, Another Man's Treasure, yeah. and we were all in an Uber. It was like four of us in the car with this nice Uber man, and he goes, he was He, he was, was listening, listening to, to this story about listening. how I'm like trying to call it off and he sends me and a he goes, man, you gotta break up with that guy. And we were like, yeah. And then he was like, no, you gotta do it today. And you, you were like, how about in three weeks? And he goes, why? And like, he literally, we like took him through it. It was so great. Five stars. Can't wait. Yeah. <sighs> Ugh. Roomba. Roomba. All right. All right. It's my time. Yeah. All right. You have a word for me? Hold on. Let me think. Okay. Mm, I'm gonna try and give you. It can be a mundane word. Mm, no, we did Roomba for me. I've got to think of something that oh. I know is a story of yours. Man, you're a mean girl. Oh, what is a story of yours? Twelve seconds later. It's you're in your, good it's to in your one show. show. <laughs> I don't give that out for free care. I know, I know, I know, I know. I was like, oh no, no, I can't do that. That's in your one woman show. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 Tell wait. me. Um, go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. Mm -hmm. no, I can't do that. That's also in your show. <laughs> You're a silly girl. One eternity later. Kara's about to give me a word. Mm -hmm. The word is? Tampon. Tampon. Okay, so my time starts now. Um, okay, so never forget, I was at Sarah Loving Good's Mary Kay party. And um, I was in the sixth grade, perhaps. I don't know. I think I was like 11 or 12. What, how old is that? Anyways, um, so I was at her Mary Kay party, and all the girls were wearing white. This is, wow, just even the words that are coming out of my mouth. Um, and all the girls were wearing white, and I was like so excited because I had been invited to this like nice girls party and it was like fancy people and like they were buying makeup and I was like mom can I please have a lip gloss <laughs> I was so excited about it and um I felt like a tummy ache all day did not feel well was mad about my life I guess and um I was uh, by the way I do have like some emotional chemical like there's stuff going on that I've realized now but my whole life I was like I'm kooky and so <laughs> um I, I felt ill that day and I got home because I was like mom can you take me home I don't feel good and I like ran upstairs in my home and I get to the bathroom and I screamed Kara I screamed because I did not understand what was happening oh no I thought I was dying like a lot of girls yeah. do um, yeah. because I saw blood coming from me yeah. and um Rick my sweet bonus dad who's now been mentioned twice love you shout out um throws a pad because my family did not use tamps um throws a pad at my bathroom door no nothing was said <laughs> i just opened the door and i had to figure it out and then um <laughs> on your soiled undies yes. oh well like you know i like changed out whatever okay, the point okay, yeah, yeah. is is that i come downstairs and rick goes i told you margaret i told you she'd been acting weird all week she is acting just like and it wasn't even that shaming of like no, women no, no. are no sure depressed and yeah. angry on their periods no he like literally knew that i was going through something and oh knew and was totally God. prepared my mom was like that's not what it is she's screaming like she hurt herself or something and rick was like no she has her period and so oh that's my time <laughs> uh, <laughs> can i tell a similar we'll close it out here sure, sure, sure. so um, uh, sure we'll talk about this at some other point but like I, I work in politics and I cover all these like political things and so I've had to cover the democratic debates for the past mm -hmm. seemingly year. Oh and year. we're going to have you on to talk politics. Yeah yeah for sure. Um, and my 
you know, the debates have been happening like seemingly every month. And for me, it's always a very hard day at work because I have to like do my work day. And then right. it's like, I have to cover the debates, which is a night thing. <laughs> um, and I'm just tired because they go on until forever. And I, it's always a very stressful week. Yeah. And uh. this last batch of debates have always synced up with <gasps> you, me and my sweet, sweet, sweet boyfriend is mm. always like, I've noticed that, because uh, I always take the debate days really hard, that like it's probably exacerbated by the fact that the debates like kind of match up with, <gasps> and he just gives me this face. And it's again, the same thing as Rick, where he's like, not like at all. He's just sort of like, I noticed that you're like fatigued yeah. and tired and this, that, and the other. And it's very sweet, but it's, so next time you watch a Democratic debate. <laughs> about Kara's dominant uterus. <laughs> Have a great night, Have everybody. a great night, everyone. And one time. The kind of story we need right now. <laughs> hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.